0: Welcome to your making it worse i'm elliot glazer i'm brent sullivan and i'm h alan scott we're here we're queer uh. Meh. textual, textual healing. healing so we decided to wait a few weeks because everyone was talking about the uh, failure of bros at the box office and it's just you know why and we figured we'd let it like Ruminate with people, see how it did another, other ways, mm-hmm. and then have a conversation about it because we can't not talk about it. I mean, it is a thing that collectively, the it I would say prim- must
1: be discussed. I would
0: say primarily, and this is just my opinion, but primarily the gay white male audience is talking about it, and everyone else. Oh, is-
1: you <laughs> is just
0: is just not. Um, but how dare um, you. So Rose, a film led by Billy Eichner, was touted, and the ad campaign for it was a big sort of. Push to say this is the first movie of its kind, first major theatrical film from a major studio by all queer creators and starring all queer people and et cetera, et cetera. And the film came out and it, it for the first weekend, it was a fourth in the box office and it has since done even worse at the box office. And it um, is looking like it probably is not going to make back even what it was, what it cost to make the film, which wasn't even that much in the first place. So, the film did not do well at the box office. Yes. That is not necessarily an indication of how well the film is, how good the film is, et cetera, right. et cetera, because we live in a weird, splintered market in terms of film that people watch things in lots of different places. And after the film's failure at the box office, Billy Eichner, um, who we all know, went on Twitter to uh, say that. Essentially that, it, you know, the homophobes are the reason in right. the, middle of the country in the south of the country, et cetera, are the reason why the film didn't do well and that gay people, queer people showed up for the film, but everyone else didn't. And thus they're homophobes, which I don't right. agree with at all. Right. Um, and that's sort of the failure of bros in a nutshell. What do you guys think about it?
1: So <laughs> I, I didn't see the movie. I have nothing against uh, Billy Eichner. I saw the movie. I, it's I, good. It's not bad. Did you? Yeah. yeah. Um, I loved Billy on the street. Uh, I just, you know, I obviously was, uh, turned off by his texts. I just, to me... This I'm not even like I, I'm not even blaming Billy. I just mean like th- the social media platforms just make every single thing, yes, including worse your, than it is. your yeah. movie not doing well, becomes a polarizing, combative political yeah. discussion about who's a homophobe, which is just very like we don't even have to have a conversation about how absurd it is. Yeah. Um. So that that was like for me that was the big take home. Uh, um, what are your thoughts, Elliot? Um,
2: I didn't see the movie and. At first, I you know, I'll be I mean, you guys know it's I, at first, I was like I was genuinely um looking forward to seeing it. I like Billy. I did some consulting work on Billy on the street, meaning I got paid for a couple of jokes that I submitted yeah, years ago it was sort of like my first job, <laughs> yeah, um a lot of people did, yeah, uh, anyway, um I've he's always been nothing but lovely to me um Same, yeah. but i will say that like i was excited to go see the movie and so su- and su- support it um but then i, I mean i was gonna <laughs> i was gonna wait a little bit and i was bummed out when the trailer came out and this is honest very picky of me and maybe like super uh uh uh, uh a knee-jerk reaction but in the trailer that I saw, I guess it was the red band trailer, the whole thing sort of careens to a point where the big record scratch moment happens where Billy's having a conversation with somebody like a heart to heart, and the record scratch moment happens and they pull back and mm. the guy he's talking to is getting blown by two other guys, and yeah. that <clears throat> immediately just genuinely like just immediately bummed me out it immediately you know i I, I just to me. That just speaks to like the humor that bums me out about gay stuff, where the idea, the idea or the punchline, always,
0: always, Hinge always impact. being yeah.
2: about gay sex no. is just so not my thing. I've never under We've, uh, the three of us have never yeah. understood it. I would say, and it's so that humor. that although me out. to be that fair, said, my longest running
1: joke on the podcast is making fun of how slutty. Yeah, that's is. true. But
2: <laughs> that <laughs> yes, said, but, continue, Elliot. But the way that you do it, yeah. Yeah, but the way that you do it isn't the way you do it with everything, right? Right. And it's not your—it's not the way that you think. It's not your comedy. Not known for that. Your brand of comedy, and the reason that we became friends is because you are a fun, a really funny and a funny person and smart thinker. Yeah. And so intellectually, that's that's why I mean we talked about it at your birthday recently, but that's why you know I I I like you so much and we became friends because I was like, oh, this guy who I thought was straight at first is talking so. It, it, it's fun. It is talking so humorously about like getting an HIV test, and it was just so interesting to see. You know, yeah. turns out you were gay and you just You didn't announce it on stage. Or as other comics that
0: described me to you when we first, before I knew you, Brent, was oh, you'd never know he's gay. That's <laughs> yeah, right. That, that was Which I'm, like
1: thrilled about. Yeah. Like, 14 still, years later, I'm like, that's tell me credit. who. That's still his credit every time read. he does a
0: show.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but the reason, the reason that that's significant mm. is because. You define your comedy by you, by, yeah. by you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, And you don't feel the need to announce and make things a cheap punchline. So I know this is all like a, a, a long walk. Suffice mm-hmm. it to say, I would still think I would have gone to see the movie, but when Billy started tweeting yeah. these yeah. insane diatribes
0: where he was... Telling
2: people they were homophobes for not
0: seeing the movie, and yeah, he, he didn't say know, he didn't necessarily boring. say that, but it was implied. I will say it's not he didn't. He, did. he said he
2: said well, something about weird. If you're not, as long you're as not you're not weird, like a weirdo, well, he, he was referring,
0: yeah. and that was a reference to what he had said about some of the things that was sent to Universal about the film. That they weren't going to play the trailer oh. in some theaters in the South. That's what he was referring to. So, like, to, to his oh. to his credit, yeah. let's just let's just clarify that. But well,
1: I, and that it, it just, is important to clarify that. But it's also like, I mean, that's that's not like you know, Alan, you you're reading all these articles to know all these things. It's like we don't the average person reading that tweet exactly. doesn't know that. But fact, they should. You know? But yeah, I mean, right? right. We're,
0: We're saying it. We should them. we should say it. We should yeah. acknowledge that, fair, that was perfect. the intent.
1: And sorry, Elliot. Go ahead.
0: Yeah, go ahead, Elliot.
1: Oh, (laughs) no,
2: I I, I mean, (laughs) sorry, I, I guess I, I just like the tweeting definitely turned me off from wanting to actually go see it because Mm -hmm. I I mean, now it's become, I hate to say it, but it's this, like the, the performance of bros has become discourse and that in and of itself is like a reason for me not, (laughs) not to want to see it. Absolutely. Um, And, and again, like I, I didn't want to feel guilted into go seeing a movie I would have gone, you know. I was invited yeah. to go by, by a well, lot by a bunch still of like, gay guy friends
0: who wanted to support the cause. And well, but I think I just think... turned I don't know personally, it's just turned me off. That's and that's just it. I think the last bit you said it really is hitting it on sort of the nose. In that, and my take on it is it's not a bad movie, it's a good movie, it's a perfectly funny movie, it's a genre. I'm sure it's like no, it got great reviews. It, yeah, yeah. It, it's not, I wouldn't. I, I was a little bit like Rolling Stone calling it one of the best comedies of the 21st century. It's a little oh my soon. God, it's they? a little soon, yes. <laughs> um, but, because I to me, I'm like, you shouldn't call anything a best until it's had 10 years to ruminate. After- oh, Billy tweeted it. Yeah, but yeah, so Billy tweeted that. But um, I think the biggest problem, one of the things that I've been having conversations about, been watching online, especially on TikTok, some of the reactions from viewers on TikTok, is that, and again, this is what I thought from the entire time, that... There is a real divide between the appearance of what we're being told that this is this groundbreaking film but yet the messengers are i mean i hate to make it a race thing but are all white and they're all the white gay dudes that have always been the messengers of the gay rights movement for the past 20 years and they've been the face of every major film every major project will and grace et cetera. they're all white everyone's white and and in this case we're being told that this is a groundbreaking thing but to a lot of the community especially the vocal part of the online community that is you would want to support this film in order to make it a success aren't white and so many of the creators on twitter and TikTok, tock etc are talking about how you make this one person the messenger and he's a faulty messenger in that he only appeals to one part of a community and there's no other sort of um representation in the major leads or the major production of the film that is representative of anybody else within the queer community, of the spectrum of femme, femme gay men, the spectrum of you know race spectrum, the spectrum of gender spectrum, of all the creators of this. Yeah, it is I mean, much, it's, and, and that's what uh, the response to the film, you need, and, t- and this is a great example of Tyler Perry at the box office Black audiences are a huge force at the box office. And if you're only appealing to one faction of an already faction community, of a small community, your film's not going to do well. And being told it's this groundbreaking thing and that you're not going to, you're somehow not on the board if you're not part of this groundbreaking experience is like, well, that's what we yeah, want. Yeah.
1: I, I, I mean, I, I hear that point. I, I just, I just think at the end of the day, it all boils down to like most comedies, like, I'm I'm with Elliot. I'm, I don't always, I don't usually love kind of sex joke crazed rom-coms, but like, that's a lot of comedies these days. Like there's yeah. a lot of sex jokes, scary movie. I mean, it's like all these movies are just like anything with usually, Amy Schumer. Yeah. It's a lot of sex. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, and I just, I, when I saw the trailer for the first time, I was just like, I just don't think, I think there are a lot of people, straight people that are willing to go to a movie about gay love but i i don't think the way to sell it is no. jokes about getting guilty jobs them. well certainly oh, not so getting them but yeah. but for me the trailer was uh the trailer that i saw was just so sex oriented and i was just like that's not gonna get i always talk about how like well, my the... brother would yeah. would would Your gladly brother. go to a, a movie uh with, yeah. with gay characters but like he's I, I don't know. That's just, I just don't think that's going to sell it for him, you know?
2: Well, isn't part yeah. of the, part of the, the conversation too, is like, look, you know, is it, it, would it be a challenge to, that's a big part of the conversation around it is, is the challenge getting straight people to see a gay movie, you know, or straight wow. people see a queer movie and queer sex. I th- I mean, I just, I know it. it's not a comedy, but like, Call me by your name or Brokeback Mountain. These are these are like cultural phenomenons. Moonlight, yeah. you know, if, if yeah. we're talking about like cinema with, with movies with with gay characters and queer characters and stuff, and you know, I mean, for for years, like sh- shitty, trashy, low budget gay rom coms have existed on Netflix, on streamers, yeah. on VHSs, you know. Yeah. But this was a big studio film. I I think that it's it's you're not going to get people to you're not going to get people to go straight people to you're not going to get devin (laughs) devin you're not going to get devin sullivan brent's brother to go see a gay a gay themed movie because it's a gay themed movie and and i don't think anybody would go to see it just because it's a gay themed movie as if that's some sort of self-virtue signaling yeah um I will say just, and, and on top of it, I I think Billy's Billy's public profile is, for the most part, is him being like, I mean, I fucking love Billy on the street,
0: yeah. but
2: is but and isn't his public profile mostly that character?
0: Combative, yeah. I mean, it's it's uh, yes, but I will say too, because this is something that was a big talking point in general in a lot of the articles and a lot of the things is that you can't really reference films, even though they are gay films, like Call Me by Your Name, like Brokeback Mountain. Those are those are yes iconic queer films about queer stories, but the kicker and the reason why they don't really, to me, add into the discourse of uh, of bros is that there was no queer presence in terms of who created or starred in these films, it was all. Oh, ac- right. Yeah, the board straight predominantly male predominantly white storytellers telling these stories and moonlight mm-hmm. is an exception but. Even that had a lot of straight people playing these characters and writing these parts and directing these parts. And yeah. et And so to, there is a separate thing to have a queer person telling queer people's stories in a queer way. That is a very important thing. And I think that shouldn't be lost in bros. That's, that's true. Yeah. That it's, certainly, it's certainly an
2: accomplishment.
0: Yeah.
1: Absolutely. Uh, do you think this will have a chilling effect on other gay movies? Not at no. all.
0: No, not at all. Not at all. I and think that's if, part, any, yeah. if anything, this will be a testament to that, and this is what I've been saying for years, we're in this mindset of like, I think in a weird way, the studio or whoever wanted to make Billy this sort of like, likable Tom Hanks type character where he can lead a film, when in reality, the great thing about Billy on the street, and the great thing about, I think, Billy's career in a lot of ways is that it's proof that audiences and the internet are niche and, and that yes. for something to be successful doesn't necessarily mean everybody needs to see it. What it needs to happen right. is that a certain part of the community of people yes. online or whatever need to see it. And then yes. it's a domino effect where other people are like, well, why yeah. what are they talking about? And that's how things in the modern day of the internet memes and so become means or, or,
2: so or, or small yeah. or smaller movies yeah. that become bigger movies. I think you, you said Alan that, uh, Like the movie probably would have done well if it had just been dropped on a streamer quietly, just HBO Max, or you know, just and it would have become. I think it would have gained momentum instead of doing it from the top down, where it's like you must see this movie. It's you know, it's revolutionary, and I don't know. I saw, I was, I saw in Forbes. I was just reading about this. Oh, this bitch reading Forbes. (laughs) (laughs) No, they said that the 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 movie had. Had the film big opened bigger, a fifty three percent drop would have been fine or whatever. But it's a moderate drop for a movie that opened poorly in the first place. And the review, the the, the journalist wrote, "Say it with me now." Online discourse doesn't translate into real world interest. Yeah, and,
0: and that's I
2: think the, the moral of the story.
0: And I think a great example of a film that was groundbreaking for a different faction of people, but was groundbreaking, is Bridesmaids. In that another Judd Apatow film that was produced by Judd Apatow. I believe, I think he produced it, that um, it came out and the advertising for it wasn't that it was this groundbreaking film, even though it was a groundbreaking film with all female leads, with female writing staff told from a female perspective, it was a groundbreaking film for its purpose and what it was coming out for, but the advertising for it wasn't that this is going to change how or, yeah, how dare aggressive. you not see and, this movie. And it became an insane hit and it got Christian Wig and the other writer that I'm linking on now, um, Anna me? something. Like, it, got, it got, it got an Oscar nomination for them and Melissa McCarthy. And it's like, when does a film, a comedy ever get Oscar nominations like that? Yeah. And that mm. is groundbreaking. And that's a recipe for how I think you can do it. You let the audience yeah. talk about the film and then it becomes huge.
1: Yeah. But I mean, to play devil's advocate, like we're also bridesmaids appeals to basically half of the people in the in the country that's true and and by extension the it appeals to the other half who marry women who go through the process of getting married it's so relatable
0: pros could do that if it had the opportunity for an audience online to then talk about it share the memes share the gifts and then have the other half that wouldn't necessarily be attracted to this film see Well, all these people I'm seeing online are sharing these gifs and these funny scenes of this movie. Maybe I should go check it out. Like that, that's how these things work now. Yeah. Yeah. I guess you just, you can't,
2: I don't know, you can't force people to see a movie that they don't want to see. I think it's that simple. You know, I, and 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 sometimes we're you know I don't know movies the the film business is very odd to me I don't really understand. I am it, so but over
1: like, it. Elliot and I are not movie yeah. people. I <laughs> know, but
2: but, but Alan is. But to Alan's point, like it seems like now, and again, I'm just pontificating here, but it seems like now oh. word of mouth is. Huge. outside of like top gun yeah word of mouth is like the huge driver and yeah. when the word of mouth begins with like um a, a guilt trip <laughs> or, uh, or right. you know or like so, patting oneself on the back for for like historical reasons it's like oh, i don't know if some no i don't way, know if, yeah. I, I asked my yeah. parents like would you get were you guys gonna see it and they they weren't familiar with it and i don't you know they're the most liberal people on the planet. They have a I rainbow sticker they, on their car, don't
0: they? Yeah, they right. both
2: do. Yeah. but I don't think either of them would go see the movie because they thought they had to to support yeah. it. Yeah. but they wouldn't not see it because it's gay. They're just like, yeah. uh, I don't know,
0: you know, yeah. okay. on their radar. Yeah, yeah. that's see, so. Yes, would you? I wonder. I'm would would
2: you guys it. ever see a movie or watch a show out of feeling support versus interest in the entertainment? Oh my god, well, I, never in a billion years. See, I mean, I I, oh, I would. God.
0: I'm sorry. Go ahead, Brent.
1: Yeah, I'll just say real quick. Like, I, I try, I, I try to like watch like whatever's like zeitgeisty. I'm like, all right, I'll give it a shot. Yeah. And like, I, I turned on um, what's it? Yellow Jackets recently on Showtime. I loved
0: Yellow Jackets.
1: I fucking hated it. I mean, I didn't hate it. I just, I just wasn't compelled by it. And the yeah, way entertainment yeah. works for me these days is like, I have to be, I have to really want to watch it. Yeah. Uh, Unlike Couples Therapy on Showtime, which was incredible, by the way.
2: I like that show. Uh, Love that.
1: Oh, bitch, bitch, you're Orna, bitch, you're Orna. Um, But so anyway, so so there's, you know, given the fact that I I won't even in my spare time sit through an episode I'm not 100% behind, I would never pay money for a movie that I don't want to see.
0: The Yellow Jackets is a great example for me of a show that was not on my radar, even though it has actresses that I love in it. I just, you know... To me, like finding Showtime and figuring out how to watch Showtime shit is a chore. And so I just didn't, I didn't, it wasn't like a thing. Showtime's not something I regularly go to to watch. So like it's, it was a chore to even watch it. But then a good friend s- said, oh, I've been binging this show. You have to watch it. And I was like, and we usually align in our interests and what we like. And so I was, I gave it a shot. And i binged it in a day i was obsessed oh with my it God, it was really it was one of those yeah well in over a 24-hour period i binged it yeah. and it was it I, I, t- I slept in between some of it yeah thank you um, for
1: clarifying alan yes
0: but uh but i still it was i was i watched it obsessively and it's mm-hmm. and films are like that too like for example i had no interest in seeing smile this new movie that came out the same weekend oh. as Rose came out i know really i like horror films but it wasn't something that i nest or even uh pearl is another example of a recent film that i wasn't really on my radar to even like I've it. Never even heard of it.
1: Two two movies on my radar. Those are yeah. like the two movies yeah. I saw Smile and I want to see Pearl.
0: Yeah, and Pearl, well Pearl's the one that I wouldn't it wouldn't be on my radar, but then Michael was like, "Oh, there's a trilogy of this story and you, it's really interesting. Yeah. I think we would like it." And I watched the the first film, The X, I think it's called X. Um and I loved it. I thought it was a great horror film and then Pearl. Yeah. So I had to go see Pearl then, and that to me is a great example of like people talking, me seeing things on the internet. I read this article about how Mia Goth and Pearl is a possible Oscar nominee for best actress because it's so good, the performance is so good. And I was Hmm. like, how is this horror film?
1: Yeah, that's exciting. And that's
0: exciting for me. And so then I wanna go see it. And that's how people see movies. That's how I think normal people see movies. They see people, either their friends or online, talking about it, sharing GIFs, sharing memes, sharing tweets, whatever it is. And then they're like, Well, maybe we should go check that out on Friday. Uh, I
1: I see like two fucking movies a year. Every fucking, every fucking two weeks, there's a new trailer about some green giant, the the Transformers, the good guy versus the the, the scorpion, the this, the that. It's always, always has the rock. Mark Wahlberg is in every comedy now. Mark Wahlberg is in it. Like oh my three God. movies Every a year, movie. uh, <laughs> and two of them are comedy. I guess Mark and Mark, Kevin Mark Hart's usually is, the friend. Yeah, yeah. Kevin Hart's the friend. Mark Wahlberg, yeah. I guess, is the the most brilliant comedic actor of our generation. I suppose oh, <laughs> little Marky Mark. Uh, I don't uh, get
0: that. I don't get. I, that. I don't get oh, it. I like yeah.
1: the the movie industry has like basically lost me, and I go I go to see things that I very specifically want to see, which tend to be horror,
0: thriller. Mm. Yeah. Same here. And
1: and they're yeah, and like early. oh, see, I'm an amc
0: Stubbs member we go to the yeah. movies at least once or twice a month it's a, a big i mean it's one of those things that like you know if we have some we just want to go see a movie i love going to see a movie i love movie theater food i love the whole experience it's of like, great it's but so you have to cool. want to commit to that mm-hmm. well dude but i don't i don't feel like i'm committing to it i'm literally committing to having a good experience like that's there's not really oh, a commitment I, what there. if the movie is boring what if you're like it's boring, boring? who cares <laughs> i had a great hot dog and a really big soda like i don't give <laughs> a fuck. I'm happy. Oh, there's a movie oh my theater. Down- there's
1: a movie theater downtown that serves like actual real food and
2: booze. Yes. Uh, and they come
0: to you during the film and give you and more. They food. come to you during the film and they yeah. love Oh, that. it's the it national ain't, it ain't chain. Played. The national yeah. chain,
2: the draft at the Alamo the, Draft yeah. House, which is yeah. so fun.
1: quote unquote national. It's in like San Francisco, LA and India. yeah. but yeah. Yeah, yeah well, right. Austin
2: it started I think
1: it started in Austin. <laughs> Every I love that. City place. that has it's a certain
0: theater. political bit. Yes.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah right, right. <laughs> Uh, like six mega liberal cities <laughs> uh, but that said
0: I saw Frozen 2 there I saw Frozen oh, 2 there fuck you no I won't let it go <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly how it
2: sounds when the demon Menzel yeah. sings it yep. let <laughs> it go I, I yeah, fucking hold me hate back. I more. hate that song
1: <laughs> another thing uh and just uh, so everyone knows uh normally when i start a segment it means I'm making an unhinged joke but uh in this case uh i'm clarifying that we did not have a guest for a second week in a row because we had another guest canceled <laughs> last well yes but minute. no we didn't but, but we, we're more was- fit Thing. we're oh yeah we're morphing a little well we'll, we'll we'll continue to have one we'll continue to have wonderful guests but we won't do it every single time because yeah. Yeah, let's not we, clarify
0: there's only one guest that canceled last week no guest canceled oh week. we you. just we just we have a very busy week and and it's just it's not no only one guest can just can't. very busy. What? Alan is like so offended. Well, I don't want people to think that guests are canceling us left and right. Like, well, not. well, Alan, maybe
1: they should know the guest who canceled was Barack Obama <laughs> <laughs> and he's pretty damn busy.
0: He follows me on Twitter. Does he really? Yeah, he he does. does. Yeah, he does. I mean, he follows wow. thousands of people. Oh, he follows yeah. thousands of people. Still. I, always, I
1: wish we the all, only person I wish, when, wish would follow me on Twitter is Larry Glazer. Um, <laughs> Elliot's father. Sorry, Elliot, what were we gonna say?
2: Uh, remember when Tay Diggs started following comedians? Everybody. And we, were like, we were all like, <laughs> yes. Why is Tay Diggs following us? I, I love that it'd be someone it became so much in the ether that, him, that know, he
0: follows yeah. everyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well,
2: anyway, apropos of nothing, uh, <laughs> I was curious about your guys's uh choices in underwear oh my God. uh not <laughs> as Brent would say only as friends um but i do wonder you know recently i've been uh, you know i've i've never really changed my underwear as in, in, in adulthood it's always been square cut briefs Panty. you wear square...
1: panties right
2: yeah panties square
1: <laughs> square
2: cut briefs so it fits on um, the pussy plug.
1: wait 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 square cut is like that's like boxer briefs right
0: yeah
2: no
1: aren't they no no briefs what are square what's square cut cut? oh oh my god what if this is like where elliot reveals that he doesn't have a back to his underwear (laughs) 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 he just he's actually just been wearing uh, like a a jock strap his entire life for
0: underwear (laughs) Google 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 the underwear you you wear and text it to us because I don't okay, think we're going to understand square cut. Yeah, I think, I think it struggling. is boxer briefs that we're probably thinking I'm of. Picturing
1: like, I'm picturing like old school underwear from the 50s, right? Now.
2: Yeah. Like yes. baggy. No. Well, I'm looking them up now and they're called, well, <laughs> a classic brief. Okay.
0: okay. Uh, All
2: right. Yeah. Send
1: us a picture um, and, we'll, and we'll explain them. it.
0: And yeah, we'll, describe a brief. It the, we'll explain it for the normal person.
1: Yeah, we'll explain it to the to the layman, the the buffoon who doesn't know what a classic brief
0: is. The classic. <laughs> well, square well, I don't want
2: to wear like I do, a square cut brief. I mean, I don't. I wouldn't want to wear. like I don't understand. I don't really f- understand like briefs that start at the like you know uh, like above the pubes and then <laughs> down to the thighs. Like that's a lot of coverage yeah. to me. Yeah, um, Wait, that I would think would be just too much.
0: Wait, briefs go. But that's a brief that's I don't understand that. I've never heard of that. Uh, a brief is like wait, is like you know, a speedo. Just, it's like yeah. a it's like a like a like
2: a speedo yeah. type swimsuit. Where like, Elliot, a,
1: can you send the picture so we can like? Yeah, I'm send, I'm
2: trying to find
0: one.
1: Yeah, because mm-hmm. I mean, it's...
0: I mean, I I, I okay. I, I I don't believe in fancy underwear. While well, Elliot looks for this, I'll explain mine. Yeah. I don't believe in fancy underwear. I've I have friends that spend so much money on underwear. I don't understand it. I've really never why? Because it's it's Oh my god. I don't understand fancy underwear. To me it's okay. it just underwear that blocks my nasty bits from my clothes so that I can wear pants two twice. Right. Listen, in a Row. Like I don't understand a
2: conversation a conversation that we've never I don't think we've maybe we've had it minimally on the show is I
0: don't know why but you, send us eBay eBay link. Link. you sent, us. sent us an eBay link. Are you buying underwear on eBay? Are you buying underwear on eBay?
2: And that's no, I mean, a
0: square <laughs> cut. What the fuck is that? That's briefs. What? These are normal underwear briefs, Elliot.
2: Then then, what am I thinking? What am I thinking about that are like the briefs that go from your, you know, the, the cover. like, it's like putting the a lo- rectangle on your. Yeah, but bo-
1: those yeah. are boxer briefs.
0: Yeah, those are Oh, boxers. yeah. yeah. Those I are guess I'm just thinking briefs.
2: of
1: boxers. Boxers, yes.
0: The, the, yeah. the underwear that you sent out is just normal no, no brief worries. underwear. Briefs. Okay, yes. Okay.
1: I I, I, wear I feel briefs. like briefs is very much a gay man thing too. Is it? I think a lot of straight men wear boxer briefs.
2: Really? Absolutely. A lot of straight men do wear boxer briefs. But only straight men wear
0: boxer shorts.
1: Yeah, that's a very good point. (laughs) Why would
0: anyone wear boxer shorts other than if you're trying to get like, I I did it in in middle school. Yeah, also, especially
1: because like thin jeans is still in. So you're like, I just couldn't, I wouldn't be able to. Like yeah. if I wore boxer shorts it would look like but, I'm wearing a diaper underneath my These pants. briefs,
0: I mean, just to give Elliot credit, these briefs are called square cut brief, but I don't oh. understand why they're right. square cut. What is square about these briefs? Oh my god. I don't oh, know. Send us I just, another
1: link, meundies.com.
2: That that's where the underwear that I wear is. Me Oh my god, I am beyond obsessed. They kind um, of are just took over why? They overwear American Apparel underwear left off and they're Comfortable um, and hey, you pay nice twenty six dollars
0: for a pair of underwear. Expensive.
2: No, they they come they they do. Um, I think I got them like when they first started as one of those like yeah. companies that was so only advertised on dollars. podcasts and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think I paid eighteen, which for, is full, yeah, totally yeah, normal. Yeah, yeah. yeah 18. that's how much I 18. pay for like a like a pack of six. Yeah, but yeah. I'm not. Look, there's Haynes, which always does end up looking like hot. On the you know, like normal Uh, white panes, I think, on the right people. However, only game, like I don't think there is a straight man on the planet who has worn Andrew Christian or like to (laughs) exist. He's underwear. I've never in my life (laughs) ever understood why and how the fancy (laughs) underwear for gay men economy not only exists, but seems to thrive.
1: Yeah. it's, it's,
2: It's huge. But you know what? To be
1: fair, I fell into it. Like f- ten years ago, I became passport? obsessed with American apparel underwear, which weren't that's super not expensive the same
2: thing <clears throat> well, uh,
1: I know but, I mean they're not super expensive, but it was like, you know, I liked the aesthetic, even though fucking no one ever saw me in them. I still liked the aesthetic <laughs> of the briefs that you know, the way they were colored, their color palette, et cetera. yeah, and so like I was spending more money than I needed to on just underwear, you know.
2: So oh. I, I definitely, but, but, I but that's but that's different into than, but that's different than with the ones that are like for like only gay men wear, yeah, which are Andrew Christian these like intense, <laughs> <laughs> all of these brands that are so intense rounder bum Andrew Christian <laughs> like they're so insane. I'm like, right. how is that? I've never understood it to exist. It's yeah, Alan just me. Alan
1: just sent a, a pack of, and I'll tell you, and then I'll tell you my thing. Alan just sent a pack of underwear that you would expect yeah. to find in a dumpster. <laughs> no, that's, no. that's what he. That's what he. Wears. Literally, what I wear. Yes, I wear. I
0: don't. I don't understand the. Mo- I mean, I. I don't. Unlike you know, I don't care about the spending of money or whatever. It's not so much about saving money. To me, it's just one of those like life necessary things. Utility. Like, Utilitarian. It's utilitarian. I don't give a shit about. No one sees these things except for one person. Usually, like I don't give a fuck about these underwear, so I buy literally Hanes Value Pack, like the the breathable ones that are just sort of like whatever. I just put them on and like go. So wait a minute. I just
2: discovered (laughs) that me undies has thongs.
0: Oh yeah, (laughs) of
2: course. (laughs) Of course.
1: I'm honestly, I'm still shocked that you don't wear jock straps every day. I'm oh, just, God. I'm shocked that that, that isn't, who um, would you choose to uh, wear? Jock straps, do,
2: I do not understand them. Um, I mean, <laughs> yeah, I understand they really why they, I understand why they look like they're like an equivalent of lingerie for men. I get that. I get how they look good but I don't understand why would you like, wouldn't it be I uncomfortable would want to, wear to have that. your butt i right, So I'll,
1: I'll, I'll, I'll tell you my thing now though, because it is, I, I do actually think this is kind of ridiculous. So while I have gained a couple pounds since the pandemic, I do Doesn't tend show. to have a fairly slim waist. Well, thank you. You are very kind and also full of lies. No, uh, uh, I do still tend to have a slim waist. And as a result, I, but I also like to wear form fitting underwear. I don't like baggy underwear. I don't like, looking like I'm wearing my dad's underwear. So I generally buy youth large underwear, but the result is I have to go to these these children's websites. Oh my God, Brent. These websites to buy underwear, and you know, usually you buy a pack of you buy a pack of briefs. No, and the problem is they'll send you like you know black and blue and all you know a few nice colors. And with every pack, you always get like one with sharks on them. Oh my god! (laughs) Wait, wait, you buy youth large underwear? Yes.
0: Like what brand? What brand? From where?
1: Uh, I literally will just Google. Recently, I haven't cared like what I wear, so I'll just Google like. You know, good quality children's underwear. <laughs> then good And then I go to whatever
2: children's. Underwear, oh my god! Oh I I go what to stuff? whatever browser history.
1: Oh. <laughs> right. it's it's tell, I'm Friends telling you, I think Safari.
2: I think pla- my Google videos of thinks I'm a plane, pervert. Crashes, <laughs> plane crashes. Plane crashes. 9/11. <weeheadings>, 9/11. <laughs> deep deep conspiracies. 9/11 suicides. Children's, children's underwear, underwear. <laughs> fans. <laughs> the- <laughs> I can't. Oh my god. Wait, 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 wait the chronology oh. of your browser history is the most fascinating <laughs> oh, thing. Adult
0: small planet. underwear, adult small is baggy on you.
2: Uh when I
1: bought it in the past and I don't like I just don't like wasting shit like that. So I when American Apparel stopped making underwear, or like you know, when they like closed Damn. and they reopened, yeah, like yeah. I bought some shit and it sucked. So I was like, all right, I have to go somewhere new. And I went to like I remember buying from like a couple mainstream Hanes or whatever, and the smalls were just not. I it looked like <laughs> it would. They how were did baggy. you discover like-
0: that that? Because I don't think yeah I ever was looking for my and I I trust me, I can't fit into any children's clothing. But like, how did you discover that children's underwear was an option? Because I don't think I would even ever. Oh, I mean, look for that. A-
1: it's a cinch because, uh, like, for instance, when I wear dress shirts, I usually wear youth large dress shirts. Sometimes when I buy coats, I buy youth large coats.
0: God bless you. Uh,
1: shorts, I buy youth large shorts. because. And by the way, there are instances in which an adult small and a youth large is basically the same thing. I've really? noticed that. Uh, but I just tend to default to youth large because I tend to like form-fitting, and, and that's usually... Kind of just right for me, generally speaking. I'm the
0: opposite. I never want anything form fitting.
1: Yeah. So (laughs) I, for other things, I've done it. So it's just, it's just kind of like a no brainer. Like when I want to look not like a haggard, piece of garbage or whatever, I'm like, (laughs) I'm like, well, I might as well, you know, buy youth, large underwear. I just can't tell anyone except all of our listeners (laughs) right now.
0: Yeah. I just can't bring myself to buy. I I just expensive underwear. I just don't see. And also I will say that the difference is for someone who is more shapely underwear purchasing in general can be a very, um, uncomfortable situation in that a lot of times, they make underwear for people who have literally no fat hanging off of them at all. Right. And, and then certain bands and certain things become very not just, just not pleasant. And yeah, it's just, it's it's it's, yeah. it's, it's, well, it's chafe, but it's also like, it, it creates like weird indents and it's just like, yeah. it's not, and the and again, the expensive underwear brands often only go up to one particular size. And although me undies that Elliot sent does go up to four X, which I I appreciate that in a brand, I think that's very yeah, important, that's size inclusive. Um, but it, but yeah, but many of them don't like. Andrew Christian and stuff I don't think they're going up to 4X they're definitely not going yeah, up
1: to 4X. I, I would definitely be surprised yeah I, I've i also been teasing like, the, the Elliot over the last few weeks that he wears quote velveteen panties because <laughs> 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 that seems like the, I, I feel like that seems like the kind of thing he would buy like extremely luxurious yeah. silk and velvet underwear
0: <laughs> although Brent I will say yesterday when we were hanging out I was surprised I have- to learn that you can essentially just because of your shoe size you can buy literally any shoe in the world oh children's adults men's women's i I mean i have i have tiny
1: feet Elliot's snickering i have tiny feet and (laughs) i just (laughs) and i just bought uh sandals at a company that apparently what is it like adidas i think adidas they run large yeah so i ordered a seven i can't believe i can't believe i'm saying this on the podcast I'm order I ordered a seven and they're a little bit too large for me. So I I probably should have gotten so a six and a half.
0: Jealous of you. Not just because of drag things, because like buying women's shoes in in um in like my size is very difficult because I'm a eleven. Sometimes I have to buy twelve in men's size shoes because yeah. my shoes are so big. Yeah. Humble brag. Yeah. Uh, but it but it becomes difficult when you're buying women's shoes. <clears throat> I have to buy like size 13, 14 women's shoes. And they don't make heels in those sizes. They don't
1: make heels in those sizes? I mean, they
0: do in special places. Like you have to go to special websites in order to get those heels. But yes, it's I feel
1: like a heel would be easy to make. I'm going to make you a heel. I'm just going to like, Find it like a chip of wood, like a piece of wood downtown, and
0: glue it on oh, a pair of shoes. And like, Yo, right? <laughs> Please don't do that, because I already have falling problems. Please mm. don't do that. Uh, but yeah, no, it's it does. it I was surprised that you can. Uh, you I'm very jealous of your being able to buy well, both children's underwear and <laughs> children's shoes
1: and yeah. tiny shoes for my <laughs> tiny do you have a closer, Ellie? Do you want to add anything else about your underwear? No, I'm just,
2: you texted buy these, yeah. ordered these, the pouch front thongs, and yeah. I'm looking at them, and I <laughs> don't fully understand, I, I just, I don't have understand why it? anybody, sexy or not, would want to walk around with something in their, in between their butts. Yeah, yeah, it just feels
0: dirty to me. There is some underwear. A friend sent me some underwear recently, where it literally it only covers the dick. It's sort of like a cock ring. Oh oh yeah. God, yeah. and it's like it, the there's like the ass is just complete. Of course, that's like sexy underwear, but still,
1: I don't find that sexy. It's not. I don't.
0: Although I want to see it on like certain people, of course, but like it's not necessarily.
1: I've seen really attractive people wearing things like that. And you're like, it doesn't make them look better. They look worse. Just yeah. regular underwear is what makes people look best in my is in my book,
0: yeah. A nice pair of just like white, old school old man like underwear <laughs> is like pretty
2: great. <laughs> it's
0: pretty great. because then because the great thing about it, and this brings me back to like my Sears catalog days when I was a kid, like jerking off to catalogs in that, yeah. like when they show like the behind, <laughs> the behind of the Sears catalog underwear shots where you see yeah. kind of like a bit of their butt through the see-through white of the underwear. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God, there's nothing better. See a
2: little bit of their butt through the Yeah, like white. because
0: because the white underwear, like the, the briefs, like the white briefs that are the standard white briefs, it, it, in real life, you can see through and basically see their butt like, bit, yeah. through them. And oh, it's so exciting. Mm, that's very old school. I, I, okay. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> uh,
2: what would what your, your aunt, aunt say? What would your aunt Ramona say about something she heard on today's show?
1: Your Uncle Hamilton wears Velveteen underwear. <laughs> They're very expensive and you must get them dry cleaned.
2: <laughs> My Aunt Joanne would say don't say Billy Eckner is bad for the gays, but also don't say he's bad for the Jews. (laughs) Right. Um, What would Aunt Anne have to say?
0: My Aunt Anne would say, you know, I saw bros, and now I understand what Brent says when he talks about Elliot's nipple clamps. (laughs) (laughs) Right, right. (laughs) Well, hey, she saw it yeah
1: that's right <laughs> give, money to the, give money to the cause
0: yeah and you can give money to right. us by going to our Patreon
1: patreon.com slash you're making it worse patreon.com slash you're making it worse yeah. and eventually we'll have a guest again on this show <laughs> eventually we'll have another guest thank you so much for listening everyone I'm Elliot Wexler Glazer <laughs> have a great
2: week <laughs> that's it that's it <laughs>